Hello and good morning. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 26th of November, and it is the 22nd of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This week's parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Vayeshev, and that means he settled. Today I'll be reading the sixth section of that, and it is Genesis 39, 7 through 23. Before we begin our readings, Let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. After these things, his master's wife set her eyes on Yosef, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused, and said to his master's wife, Behold, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has put all that he has into my hand. No one is greater in this house than I am, and he has not kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife." How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? As she spoke to Yosef day by day, he did not listen to her to lie by her or to be with her. About this time, he went into the house to do his work, and there were none of the men of the house inside. She caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and ran outside. So it was, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had run outside, she called to the men of the house and spoke to them, saying, Behold, he has brought a Hebrew in to us, to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it came to pass, when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment by me and ran outside. She laid up his garment by her until his master came home. She spoke to him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you have brought to us came in to me to mock me, and as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment by me and ran outside. When his master heard the words of his wife, which she spoke with him, saying, This is what your servant did to me, his wrath was kindled, and Yosef's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in custody. But the Lord was with Yosef and showed kindness to him and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. The keeper of the prison committed to Yosef's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, he was responsible for it. The keeper of the prison did not look after anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it prosper. 
That was Genesis 39, 7-23. through 23. And now our portion from the prophets is 1 Samuel 12. Then Shmuel said to all Israel, Behold, I have listened to your voice in all that you said to me, and have made a king over you. Now behold, the king walks before you. I am old and gray-headed. Behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth to this day. Here I am, witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Whose donkey have I taken? Whom have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Of whose hand have I taken a bribe to make me blind my eyes? I will restore it to you. And they said, You have not defrauded us, nor oppressed us, neither have you taken anything from anyone's hand. Then he said to them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness today, that you have not found anything in my hand. They said, He is witness. And Shmuel said to the people, It is the Lord who appointed Moshe and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may plead with you before the Lord, concerning all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you and to your fathers. When Yaakov had come into Egypt, and your fathers cried to the Lord, then the Lord sent Moshe and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt, and made them to dwell in this place. But they forgot the Lord their God, and he sold them into the hand of Sisla, captain of the army of Chatzol, and into the hand of the Plishtim, and into the hand of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. They cried to the Lord and said, We have sinned, because we have forsaken the Lord, and have served the Baals and the Ashtarot. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, and we will serve you. And the Lord sent Yeruval, Bedan, Yiftach, and Shmuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and you lived in safety. When you saw that Nachash, the king of the children of Ammon, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. Now therefore, see the king whom you have chosen, and whom you have asked for. Behold, the Lord has set a king over you. If you will fear the Lord, and serve him, and obey his voice, and not rebel against the command of the Lord, then both you and also the king who reigns over you are followers of the Lord your God. But if you will not listen to the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you, as it was against your fathers. Now therefore stand still and see this great thing which the Lord will do before your eyes. Is it not wheat harvest today? I will call to the Lord that he may send thunder and rain, and you will know and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord in asking for a king. So Shmuel called to the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day. 
Then all the people greatly feared the Lord and Shmuel. All the people said to Shmuel, Pray for your servants to the Lord your God, that we not die, for we have added to all our sins this evil to ask for a king. And Shmuel said to the people, Do not be afraid. You have indeed done all this evil, yet do not turn away from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Do not turn away to go after vain things which cannot profit or deliver, for they are vain. For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great namesake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord, and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. But if you keep doing evil, you will be consumed, both you and your king. That was First Samuel chapter 12. Today our portion from the writings is Psalm 52. For the chief musician, a maskil by David, when Doeg the Edomite came and told Shaul, David has come to Ahimelech's house. Why do you boast of evil, O mighty man? God's faithfulness never ceases. Your tongue plots destruction, like a sharp razor, working deceitfully. You love evil more than good, lying rather than speaking the truth, Selah. You love all devouring words, you deceitful tongue. God will likewise destroy you forever. He will take you up and pluck you out of your tent and root you out of the land of the living, Selah. The righteous also will see it and fear and laugh at him, saying, Behold, this is the man who did not make God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his wickedness. But as for me, I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the faithfulness of God forever and ever. I will give you thanks forever, because you have done it. I will hope in your name, for it is good, in the presence of your devoted ones. That was Psalm 52. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Mark 9, 1 through 29. And he said to them, Amen, I tell you, there are some standing here who will in no way taste death until they see the kingdom of God come with power. After six days, Yeshua took with him Peter, Yaakov, and Yohanan, and brought them up onto a high mountain privately by themselves, and he was changed into another form in front of them. His clothing became glistening, exceedingly white like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. Eliyahu and Moshe appeared to them, and they were talking with Yeshua. And Peter answered Yeshua, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three Sukkot, one for you, one for Moshe, and one for Eliyahu. For he did not know what to say, 
for they were very afraid. And a cloud came, overshadowing them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Then suddenly, looking around, they saw no one with them any more, except Yeshua only. As they were coming down from the mountain, he commanded them that they should tell no one what things they had seen, until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept this saying to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead meant. And they asked him, saying, Why do the Torah teachers say that Eliyahu must come first? And he said to them, Eliyahu indeed comes first, and restores all things. And how is it written about the Son of Man, that he should suffer many things and be despised? But I tell you that Eliyahu has come, and they have also done to him whatever they wanted to, as it is written about him. And coming to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them, and Torah teachers questioning them. And immediately, all the multitude, when they saw him, were greatly amazed, and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the Torah teachers, What are you asking them? Then one of the multitude answered, Rabbi, I brought you, brought to you my son who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and wastes away. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered him, Unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed convulsed him, and he fell to the ground, wallowing and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father, How long has it been since this has come to him? And he said, From childhood. Often it has cast him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything... Have compassion on us and help us. Yeshua said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out with tears, I believe, help my unbelief. When Yeshua saw that a multitude came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, Come out of him, and never enter him again. After crying out and convulsing him greatly, it came out of him. The boy became like one dead, so much that most of them said, He is dead. But Yeshua took him by the hand and raised him up, and he arose. When he had come into the house, the disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind can come out by nothing except by prayer and fasting. And that was Mark 9, 1 through 29. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians 11 today also. Well, that wraps up our readings for Friday. However, since we won't be posting an episode on Shabbat, I'm going to be reading for Shabbat today also. So tomorrow will be Shabbat, November the 27th, 
and the 23rd of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. The final portion or part of Vayeshev, this week's portion, will be Genesis, the whole chapter 40. After these things, the cupbearer of the king of Egypt and his baker offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. And he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, into the prison, the place where Yosef was bound. And the captain of the guard assigned them to Yosef, and he took care of them, and they stayed in prison many days. And they both dreamed a dream, each man his dream in one night, each man according to the interpretation of his dream, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were bound in the prison. Yosef came into them in the morning and saw them, and saw that they were sad. He asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in custody in his master's house, saying, Why do you look so sad today? Then they said to him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. And Yosef said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Please, tell it to me. The chief cupbearer told his dream to Yosef and said to him, In my dream, behold, a vine was in front of me, and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters produced ripe grapes. Then Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. Yosef said to him, This is its interpretation. The three branches are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. You will give Pharaoh's cup into his hand the way you did when you were his cupbearer. But remember me when it is well with you. Please show kindness to me and make mention of me to Pharaoh and bring me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews, and here also I have done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Yosef, I also was in my dream, and behold, three baskets of white bread were on my head. In the uppermost basket there were all kinds of baked food for Pharaoh, and the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. And Yosef answered, This is its interpretation. The three baskets are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from off of you, and will hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat your flesh from you. On the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position again, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker as Yosef had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Yosef, but forgot him. That was Genesis 40. 
This week's Haftarah portion is Amos chapter 2 and verse 6 through chapter 3 and verse 8. This is what the Lord says. For three transgressions of Israel, yes, for four, I will not turn away its punishment because they have sold the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample on the dust of the earth on the head of the poor and deny justice to the oppressed. And a man and his father use the same maiden to profane my holy name. And they lay themselves down beside every altar on clothes taken in pledge. And in the house of their God they drink the wine of those who have been condemned. Yet I destroyed the Amorite before them, whose height was like the height of the cedars, and he was strong as the oaks. Yet I destroyed his fruit from above and his roots from beneath. Also I brought you up out of the land of Egypt and led you forty years in the wilderness to possess the land of the Amorite. I raised up some of your sons for prophets and some of your young men for Nazarites. Is this not true, sons of Israel, says the Lord? But you gave the Nazarites wine to drink and commanded the prophets, saying, Do not prophesy. Behold, I will press you down in your place as a cart presses down that is full of sheaves. Flight will perish from the swift and the strong will not strengthen his force, neither shall the mighty deliver himself. Neither shall he stand who handles the bow, and he who is swift of foot will not escape, neither shall he who rides the horse deliver himself. And he who is courageous among the mighty will flee away naked on that day, says the Lord. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, sons of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up out of the land of Egypt, saying, I have only chosen you of all the families of the earth, therefore I will punish you for all of your sins. Do two walk together unless they have agreed? Will a lion roar in the thicket when he has no prey? Does a young lion cry out of his den if he has caught nothing? Can a bird fall in a trap on the earth where no snare is set for him? Does a snare spring up from the ground when there is nothing to catch? Does the shofar alarm sound in a city without the people being afraid? Does evil happen to a city and the Lord has not done it? Surely the Lord will do nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. The lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord, the Lord has spoken, who can but prophesy? That was Amos 2, 6 through 3, 8. And now our final portion is the Apostles' portion from um, for this Shabbat, and it is John 19, 14 through 22. Now, it was the preparation day for Pesach at about the sixth hour, and he said to the Judeans, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. 
Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief Kohanim answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then he delivered him to them to be crucified. So they took Yeshua and led him away, and he went out bearing his cross to the place called the Place of the Skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him, and with him two others, on either side one, and Yeshua in the middle. Pilate also wrote a title and put it on the cross. There was written, Yeshua of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Therefore many of the Judeans read this title, for the place where Yeshua was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Greek, and in Latin. The chief Kohanim of the Judeans therefore said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. That was John 19, verses 14 through 22. And that concludes this week's readings. May you have a beautiful and blessed weekend with your families and a Shabbat Shalom. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.